You are listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. Connect with me on YouTube at Past Life Lady or on my Facebook fan page at Past Life Lady. The Healing Arts Program is not intended as a substitute for consultation with a licensed medical or mental health professional. The listener should regularly consult a physician or mental health professional in matters relating to his or her health, and particularly with respect to any symptoms that may require diagnosis or medical attention. This program provides content related to educational, medical, and psychological topics. As such, listening to the program implies your acceptance of this disclaimer. Welcome to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. Hey there, how are you doing? Happy Sunday. I hope you're having a great week. So I've been hearing from a lot of people and I know there are a lot of people out there who are really having some challenging times right now. Um, Too many things to name. Lots of family members who have medical issues and just all kinds of things I've been hearing from people. So just know that wherever you're at right now, I'm sending you lots of love and prayers, and I just want us all to remember that life is very strange, and there's always going to be ups and downs. So I hope you're on an upswing right now, and I hope that things are going amazingly for you. But just remember that if they're not, and if there's a lot of challenges, then just please know that it's going to get better. And believe it or not, no matter what we're dealing with as a society, maybe as your family and things around you, just know that it's going to get better and we can get through this. We will get through it. So today we've got a really interesting discussion about energy vampires. I used to really be into thinking about energy vampires um, and about like getting unwanted influences from other people. I don't think about that stuff as much as I used to, I guess, ever since I went to the Buddhist meditation, because in that um, philosophy, they're teaching you kind of what I mentioned a second ago, that life is filled with ups and downs. And so the path to peace would be just to try to be in the middle, like we're not running and kicking and screaming down the street away from things, but we're not jumping for joy all the time either. I used to do a lot of jumping for joy, believe me. I still do because I'm, I'm a pretty happy person most of the time. But along those lines, just again, just trying to create neutrality, I guess. And just knowing that, you know, everything is wonderful. We can be peaceful in this moment and all is going to be well. So that's kind of how I'm choosing to view things these days, I guess, is how I would put it. So I don't know. Still, though, I mean, I think there's something very valuable to the discussion about thinking how you feel when you're around different people or 
thinking about how you're feeling in different situations and things like that. Speaking of which, I'm going to be in this um, emotional healing summit in February. So that's kind of, I, I have an interview coming up with Sherry Anna Boyle, who's in, she's putting on this summit that I'm speaking at. And we're kind of talking about that too, that it's really important for us to just actually ask ourselves once in a while, you know, how am I feeling right now? How does this feel, the situation I'm in? Or these people I'm with, is this feeling good to me? And I think that we um, get so busy in our lives that sometimes we forget how important it is to sometimes check in with ourselves and just to see how we're feeling from time to time. So a while back, we sometimes start with the show with a little meditation. So let's go ahead and play that meditation that we've done together before so that we can bring that feeling of peace into our moment here because we're having a moment together you and I and so I don't know what kind of challenges or you know maybe there's stress maybe you've got a lot to do maybe you've got an exciting new project or something I don't know but whatever it is that you're doing hopefully you can take just a moment to to bring the awareness into this moment and away from whatever it is that's going on in your life and hopefully that will make you feel just a little bit more peaceful and happy. So let's go ahead and do that together right now. So begin by just closing your eyes and let's take a deep healing breath in through your nose. We're breathing in love and joy and peace and harmony and exhaling tensions and concerns and take another deep breath in through your nose peace and joy and love exhaling tensions just allow that peaceful healing light to come down 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 into the top of your head moving into your mind into your neck and shoulders moving into your heart center, into your stomach, into your legs, and down through the soles of your feet. And allow that loving light to pour out of your heart center, creating a beautiful, healing, golden bubble of light that surrounds you by about three feet in all directions. Just feel yourself floating inside this bubble of light and know that within this light you are safe, you're secure, you're totally carefree. Just know that only that which is of your highest good can come through. And just allow yourself to continue to feel protected and surrounded by this golden light and just bring all of your energy and attention and awareness into this light and into this space right now as we enjoy our time together. And just know that you can continue to keep this light with you always as you move throughout your day feeling peaceful and feeling much better than you felt before. All right, so we're back, and I hope that was super relaxing for you. 
And so I think you're going to like uh, Lisa Campion. She's super cool, super, super cool. And she does have a book. She's talking about energy vampires. I think it's an important discussion as mentioned. Um, however, it is that all of us need to get into our own minds hearts and souls and try to find greater peace in this life, you know, using whatever tools that we can. And so that's why I just try to interview different authors who have different thoughts about things in hopes that some of these things will be helpful for you. Alrighty. Okay. So I think you'll, you'll have fun with this one. Again, um, I want to thank everybody who's been subscribing to my YouTube channel. I'm so grateful. So if you want to see Lisa and I talking together, then just go over to my YouTube channel. I also want to, before we start the show with Lisa, just remind you, um, February 19th, I'm going to be doing a free online event. I don't have the links yet, but it's going to be a free ancestral healing journey for you. This is going to be the launch of a seven week long course that I'm doing on my book, Heal Your Ancestors to Heal Your Life. I'm so excited. I'm going to be with the Shift Network. We're going to do a really slow ride, taking um, people into deep healing with inner child and things with mother and father. Then we're going to do some very, very slow and deep past life regressions um, to see how we've known our parents, mother and father. And then we're going to go into genealogical regression and send love and light to our ancestors. So it's going to give me the opportunity to really spend some time with you and go very, very deep into some wonderful material that I think can really have a, a lasting and positive impact in your life. So just know that I'm going to be talking more about this in the coming weeks. And so today we're going to talk about, again, just thinking about how you're feeling, talking about are the people I'm around uh, nurturing and supportive or are they maybe not as good? And so along those lines, let's enjoy my talk with the wonderful Lisa Campion. Hey friends, welcome to another episode of Healing Arts. I'm Shelly Care, and you can visit me online at pastlifelady.com. So we are talking to amazing healers and thinkers, and today is no exception. We've got Lisa Campion on the show with a topic that is near and dear to my heart, energy healing for empaths. Lisa, welcome to Healing Arts. Thank you so much, Shelly, for having me on your show. I'm super happy to be here with you today. Awesome. So tell us, how did you become a healer in the first place? You know, it's really the only thing I've done in my whole life. So I was one of those I see dead people kids and grew up in the 60s and 70s outside Boston. And I started working as a psychic when I was, sorry, my cat's always- No, I love it. We, we love animals here. <laughs> um, I love Zoom. <laughs> so okay, cute. Kitty. All right. Um, so yeah, I started working, I started working as a psychic when I was 19. And I spent like the first 20 years of my life trying to figure out what was going on, how to turn it off. And I, you know, psychic abilities as well as being an empath. So I was super sensitive. I was feeling everything. Of course, back then there wasn't a word for that. It wasn't, you could look, go to the library or go on the internet and look it up and figure out what was going on. I just thought I was nuts, you know? And I spent a lot of time trying to yes. pretend I was normal and fit in and figure out what was wrong with me. And fortunately for me, I got some really good spiritual training. My parents were hippies. 
They took me to transcendental meditation when I was 10, because that's what you did when you were a hippie in 1974. And oh. so I learned like meditation techniques and I studied martial arts. I did what I could do at the time to kind of get a handle on, on what I was experiencing. And then I went to college in the eighties and boom, it was the dawn of the new age. And that brought training books, you know, words, vocabulary for what I was experiencing. And I just started working as a psychic when I was 19. Wow. And that's it. I've done, uh, you know, I've done that ever since. And now I do, um, a combination of energy work, um, spiritual counseling and, um, and psychic stuff. Mostly these days I write books and I, I'm really interested in training other healers, psychics and empaths, because I think the world needs all the healers it can get. And many people like now more than ever. Right. And Mm -hmm. so many people are waking up to their gifts, their psychic gifts, or knowing that they're an empath all of a sudden they're like, wait a second, I think that's might be a thing and they need help and training, which is why, why I wrote my book. Well, I love your book. Um, I wanted to say also, I have to say, I was also raised by hippies. For you. Yay. Yay. Yes, in the late 60s and 70s. So nice. I hear you. Yep. I didn't find TM until later in life, but I hear you. Yes, you and I are kindred spirits for sure. Yeah. Speaking of which, so the term empath gets thrown a lot, around a lot lately, but go mm-hmm. ahead and tell us in your model of the world, what is an empath? And why is this so overwhelming for a lot of people who are yeah. waking up when they're waking up? It's such a great question. Thank you. And I, I make a little bit of a distinction between the highly sensitive person and the empath. So in the 90s, the, that term highly sensitive person came around, which was great. Um, it was beautiful work that um, Dr. Aaron, Eileen Aaron did or sort of coining that term. She was a psychologist. And, and what, what I see the highly sensitive person is sort of like, their, their neurological system is highly sensitive. So they're sensitive to stimulation, um, noise, sounds, lights, that kind of thing. They're often highly, highly creative people, also often very introverted, you know? And I think empath is a little bit different. So an empath has similar characteristics, but an empath is like a psychic sponge. So we literally absorb the energy of other people. That means we're picking up their physical feelings, feeling them inside our own body as if it's our sensation. And the same thing with emotions. It's not like the psychological concept of empathy where you see somebody who's upset and you're like, oh, that poor person, you know, I feel bad for them. It's different for an empath. We absorb that energy. So if they're sad, all of a sudden we're like, so sad out of nowhere. We feel it like it's our feeling. And it's crazy making if you don't understand what it's for. I mean, you just feel like you're nuts, you know? And, um, and when we understand really what it's for, we can see that it's like um, the incredible tools of a healer. So I believe that all empaths are meant to be healers, helpers, caregivers, are meant to be of service in the world somehow, to make fantastic therapists, you know, energy healers, Reiki people, because though that sensitivity is like having a built-in MRI x-ray machine that allows you to understand what somebody else is experiencing as a diagnostic tool and then we can figure out how to be of service to that person so i think that's yeah that's really what we need to know absolutely i yeah i've had that experience walk into a room and i'm bawling my head off for no reason and i I think that this is when people are waking up um i think it's very hard 
because people are not largely aware, which is why I'm so happy you have this book out. They know something's happening to them, but they're not even aware that this is being brought in and expressed from other people. Yeah. So how do people start to bring, well, hopefully they'll pick up your book, which we're going to have the links. You can need to check this out because it's just about creating conscious awareness. How would you recommend people become more aware of this so that they can begin the journey of understanding how to then protect their energy field? Yeah, I feel like, you know, if you are a person that someone has said, oh, get a thicker skin, or someone's told you that you're too sensitive, or you, you know, are kind of introverted, you, you might get really drained energetically when you go, when you're around people, or you go into the big box stores, I don't know what it is, Costco. Whoa, I just get halfway through there. And I'm like, ah, you know, like, I don't know. I can't remember where I parked my car and what's all this, what am I doing here? Like, it's t- like, those things are very difficult for us. So if you're having those kinds of, um, that's sort of how to tell if you're an empath, um, people will tell you that you're too emotional, you know, when you are a child. And I think this is a thing that we're born with um, and actually part of our sole purpose. So as a child, you would have been told that you're too sensitive. And that's really how, you know, how people understand that's what they are. I'm super glad that this is topic is reaching more people. Like you said, it's becoming kind of mainstream because there's so many, I think empaths really, really suffer deeply until they understand what's going on. They're very prone to depression, anxiety, even addictions can be um, something that empaths turn to, to try and numb out all the feelings that they're having. And it doesn't have to be that way, because like you said, learning to manage your energy is sort of the key to this. So, and I, learned that or sort of really saw it that way because I've spent the past 20 plus years as an energy healer and feeling and sensing people's energy fields. And it became, you know, that's that part of us that extends beyond our, our physical body. It's our chakra system and our, and our aura. It has a bunch of different parts to it, but I noticed that empaths have very different energy fields from non-empathic people. And that they're, they tend to be wider, more expanded, and that the outer edge of their energy field is like a sponge. Instead of like a cell membrane, it's really like a sponge. So they're absorbing that. That's where the term psychic sponge, I think, comes from. And there's some very simple things you can do to learn how to stop being a sponge and clear the energy that we pick up from other people, fill ourselves with lost center because and energy because empaths are tired a lot so the sponge is leaky both ways right we absorb energy and we leak energy and we and then we learn how to protect and and have that outer boundary of our aura be not so spongy but be more solid they're very simple to do and it's a game changer for people who are sensitive and i think that my big point my big goal is to have people who are sensitive feel like it's their superpower to feel empowered by their sensitivity and understand that it's an incredible gift. And what I was noticing was that people, until they had these these exercises to manage their sensitivity, their lives would get smaller and smaller and smaller. So you're choosing like the three things you can do in life that don't freak you out, you know? And I I don't, I don't yes. know. That's so limiting. Right. And that's not, right. I think how, how, what we're meant to do. We're meant to be out in the world and be helping other people. And we need these things to do that. Once you know how to do those things, you can move freely about the world without having to worry if you're going to be okay or not. 
Absolutely. That, that is an excellent point. One of the areas of the book that you get into that, that I think does um, stump many people is about romance. And when we get involved romantically with people and now we're becoming them. So speak yeah. to us about that, because I think this is a very um, big challenge for many. Yeah, it totally is. And I, I wrote, you know, a lot of my book about that, about um, how, how we go into relationship, how we tend to go into relationship with more narcissistic energy vampire type people. And there's sort of a natural polarity there, how empaths tend to lose themselves in their relationships. We're sort of naturally codependent. And so we need to learn the, the boundaries and how to stand in our, our own two feet. Um, I feel like empaths are very romantic. You know, sometimes we can get very tripped up by this idea of soulmates and really absorbed into relationships that aren't particularly healthy for us and that and even sexuality is super important um uh, that have a whole top a whole chapter on that topic in this book because of all the things that we do we absorb the most from uh, energy from our partners when we're engaged in in you know intimacy with people so right it's an important topic absolutely and the other big area that um is, is so important, which you touched on just briefly, was about energy vampires. How do we know when people are draining our energy? And then you mentioned the fact that sometimes then the empath gets so drained by others, then they begin draining other people's energy. So speak to us about how do we know when we're around these types of people and how can we better protect our energy from this? Yeah, so it's such a big thing. Um, and I feel like we're magnets for energy vampires. And we can kind of divide people into they're constitutionally givers or they're constitutionally takers, you know? And I, I'm not one to pass judgment and say one is better than the other. Just apples and oranges, right? And we tend, but we tend to go into sort of a polarity, like uh, we're, we're dra- attracted to each other, you know? And certainly the people that are more takers or energy vampire types are very drawn to empaths. Why? Because we're givers, right? And we want to give. That's our natural state of being. And because we're super kind, because we sometimes have the rose-colored glasses on and we can't see, you know, we see the beauty in everybody. Um, we can't, we don't have a mean bone in our body, so we can't imagine somebody would be taking advantage of us or um be sort of out to get us and sometimes energy vampires are and there's a couple of different types of energy vampires some of them are quite vicious and purposeful in their in their um picking some they're very predatory you know they're going to pick somebody and really go for it other people are more unconsciously energy vamping they they don't wake up in the morning and say how can i suck the life out of shelly today they just, they just, it's their nature to do that, you know? And, and I think that there's opportunities for both, you know? So as sensitives and empaths, we have an opportunity. They will come into our lives to give us a lot of friction that allows us to learn how to set boundaries, grow a backbone, get stronger, say no, come out of codependency, and they will push until they sort of force you to do that. And the hope for them is that they open their hearts a little, get some healing and, and maybe become more empathic, right? Absolutely. You've got so many great exercises in the book. Friends, you need to check this out. Um, there's too many to name, but one of the ones I really thought was cool when you're talking about how am I going to establish my boundaries so that I can start to know who I am? And you 
we all have people in our lives who are pushing our buttons. And so you talk about the seven day letter, which I thought was right. super cool as a way to start this emoting and, and mm. getting stronger, let's say. So speak to a little bit about that. We, we don't have to spoil the surprise kids. You need to buy this book. It's amazing. <laughs> That's so. a cool exercise, but it, it's basically helps. I think at resolving unresolvable relationships. Sometimes we get or letting go of relationships that don't work anymore. And we, as sensitive people often hold on to that past lover or the one that got away, or, you know, we end up in situations where we can't actually resolve things face to face. So the, what that exercise does is give you a chance to get everything off your chest, you know, kind of clear the energy cords, um, you know, energy healers talk about the energetic cords that we establish that are established between people who are in relationship with each other. And this exercise is a really powerful, you can do it at home without an energy healer way to heal energy cords. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you feel, I guess I want to ask about this, you know, the, there's a thought that the veils are thinning and the frequencies around the earth are shifting and we're becoming hopefully more conscious. Yeah. Do you think that that lends itself to greater sensitivity for more people? Are more people becoming empathic um, or waking up as they're waking up? Do you think they were born that way and they never noticed it before? Or do you think there's uh, more people just waking up to this kind of openness? Such a good question. And I think it's both. So I noticed that uh, incoming generations, like every generation of people, of kids that I work with, young people that I work with are more psychic, more sensitive and more empathic than the next generation. You know, like when I was born growing up, my level of sensitivity and psychic ability was really rare, you know, and now it's so common. Like it's right. so many people have it. And I think that's part of the evolution of humanity, you know, as we raise our consciousness, which I totally think is happening and we're evolving spiritually, um, then the, that kind of those spiritual gifts are more and more in line for for more people um and i also think that that's true for the general population as well you know so and then what's super cool is that now we do things like yoga and reiki and meditation tai chi they're sort of on every street corner and th those <laughs> things weren't that it wasn't always true like back in the day you'd have to climb the mountain in Tibet and knock on the temple door and be like, please teach me yoga, Reiki and meditation, you know, and now we have it so available in those things. I, I think awaken people, you know, um, and wake up their gifts. And many people are being called right now. They came in with the sole purpose of being a healer. And like we said, you know, now more than ever, we need that. And as they do things like they sign up for yoga or they take a meditation class and all of a sudden that soul calling comes forward. And I've been working with a lot of people lately that have sudden psychic openings. Like it, it's all of a sudden like a light turns on and they're, they're receiving, they're, they're intensely sensitive, their psychic and sensitivities open wide. And it can be quite overwhelming actually. And they need often help in dealing with that. Um, but I, I think it's good, you know, we, you know, the world needs more sensitives. We wouldn't have the problems we do in the world. If we put the mm -hmm. empaths in charge of everything, there would be nobody starving to death or suffering because we really can't mm -hmm. abide that. Absolutely. It made me laugh when you were talking about they're on every street corner, because I was, um, I used to live in Denver and I used to tell people in Denver, there's hypnotherapists and past life regressionists also on <laughs> every street corner. 
But I think you're exactly right on with the, the younger generation because I go out to trade shows and different events and these 20 year olds, maybe yep. some kids in their you know, late teens are coming up and they're like, wow, this is amazing. I'm so interested mm -hmm. in this. And it's so um, heartening to see this happening now because I've also been at it for over 20 years myself. And right. just the shift that we've made in this period of time is really profound. And I feel like we're really headed in a good direction as long yeah, as we too. can use the material in your book and realize <laughs> how to manage that energy so that we can, we can open to our gifts and we won't be concerned or overwhelmed by them. And the sooner we all get on board with that, the sooner we can get where we're going, which is oneness Absolutely. and loving wonderfulness. Yeah. yeah, totally. And there's that catch 22 where sensitives are called into service and and until they learn how to do those things it, it's like we can't do it you know we can't bring ourselves to go into the hospital or and work or work in the hospice unit or volunteer reiki at the homeless shelter like all those things that we want to do put us in the line of fire and put us into very challenging um circumstances for sensitive people right so right. i think it can be very depressing so i noticed that when empaths have depression a lot of times it's because they can't fulfill their life purpose they know they're for something and they can't get around they can't figure out how to be in that hospital without having to melt down so they're like they're like dial me out and that's not good for you know for your soul that creates that sort of spiritual depression when we can't fulfill our life purpose so exactly when you right. learn how to do that, those things are not hard to do. Then all of a sudden we can, we can manage whatever it is we're here to do. Absolutely. It is heartening also to see though, that more people in hospital settings, in more traditional mm -hmm. mainstream settings are bringing that kind of consciousness into those places that it previously just wasn't in existence. And I think that's also helping. Yeah, what do super. you think about? Those so helpful, you know, and I've been teaching Reiki for over 20 years. I learned Reiki in 1999 and back then it was very fringe. It was very strange. Um, and I used to teach nurses even right from the beginning and they would have to hide the fact that they were doing it. They were sort of like stealth Reiki on their patients in the hospital, you know, and they could get fired if they found out and this was going on, you know, and, and I live, you know, near Boston, I live in New England and all of the big hospitals here and Boston has some of the best hospitals in the world. Really, they do. And every, every one of them has full-time Reiki staff, full-time, like many, many, like 10 to 20 full-time people at Brigham and Women's and Beth Israel Hospital here in Boston. So you, if you're in the hospital, you can, you know, call and get Reiki. And, you know, the doctors there are like, we don't know why this works, but we're just really glad it does, you know? So there is that kind of, um, much more mainstream acceptance and a much more call for it. People really want it and accept it. Yeah, it's so awesome. And you see studies now from the National Institutes of Health and other right? governmental credible organizations acknowledging all of this, what I would call yeah. woo-woo as normal. I know, and helpful. Helpful you know? and balancing and wonderful. It's so good, it's so refreshing. Absolutely. So what do you hope that people take away from the book? I mean, there's a lot to take away, lots of exercises. What would you like them to walk away with? As I want them to feel empowered. I want them to feel like they're, you know, for, for all the time somebody said you were too much, you were too sensitive, you were too emotional, that really that's your superpower. And that there's incredible gifts in that. And that 
um, the world needs you right now. So if you can learn how to um, manage your energy um, in some of the ways that I talk about in the book, then you know, you're a gift, you're a gift to the world. And, you know, like I said, the world is just going to be a better place when we're all fully online and fully working and doing the things that we came here to do. So that, you know, empaths have a, I think we're old souls. So we're, you know, highly spiritually evolved. Probably you've come here to be on this planet at this time on purpose to be of service. And, you know, that should be honored. I want to honor that in all of you um, because like, you know, we have, a, we have a potential sort of to tip the scales to the light right now in terms of, you know, push the evolution of humanity more towards the light if we can really own our gifts and contribute, contribute to the world. Yes. And you've got so many great resources on lisacampion.com. Um, you've got a best-selling Reiki book and other things. Yeah. Tell us more about upcoming events and classes that you're having and what's next. Oh, I have a beautiful gift for all the empaths. So I have a free four-hour video series. If you go to my website and you sign up for it, it's called Managing Your Energy for Sensitives. And it's a it's got all the meditation, the grounding exercises, the practices we were talking about are all there. And that's really my gift to anybody who's who's listening um, right now. And it's free, it's for you. Um, I also have, I'll teach classes in psychic development of all different kinds, beginner, intermediate, and actually quite advanced classes um, in, in psychic development. And I, I'm really excited about um, a mentorship program that I have where I train people to do, to become professional psychic healers like, like I am. Um, and that, that sort of mentoring people are polishing up everybody's psychic gifts and um, healer gifts is really what I love. Cause I, my goal is to create an army of healers to go out into the world, you know, and be fully charged up and fully able to access all of their gifts so that they can do, you know, it's like a ripple effect, you know, and yes. I teach someone Reiki, I also have online Reiki classes. If I teach someone Reiki and I help them maximize their psychic ability, they go out into the world and think about all the people they impact and then all the, all the people they impact, it's like this beautiful ripple of light around the world. And um, that's what gets me really excited. That is awesome. I agree. We need an army out here to get going. We and we don't have any time to No, wait. it's now. It's now. Yes, yep. absolutely. And you've got your radio show, your podcast on Empower Radio. Tell us when is that and how can we hear you? Oh, it's fun. So it's called the miracle of healing on empower yeah. radio. And it, you know, it, it's sort of like your show. Like I talk to other healers and kind of help them spread the world word about what they're doing. And you can hear it live at 2 PM on empower radio, but it's all over. It's on every podcast channel. So you can check it out on wherever podcasts. It's also, there's a, on YouTube. So the empower radio, um, station at YouTube, or you can find them on my website too. And I'm just writing my third book right now. It's called Awakening Your Psychic Abilities, and it should be out in the spring of 2023. So I'm excited about that as well. Fantastic. Lisa, your joy. I wish you continued joy, success, happiness. Thank you for putting this out there. It is truly helping people. And dear ones out there, check it out. We will have the links below. Highly recommended because there's a lot of us who are so sensitive. We need these tools and you're going to love her book. Lisa, blessings, blessings, blessings. Thank you so much, Shelly. Thank you for having me on your beautiful show. And thank you for the work you're doing too. Thank you so much.
All right, friends. So we've done it again. Be sure to check out Lisa's website and I'll see you next time on Healing Arts. We'll be right back. Hi friends, Dr. Shelley here. Guess what? You're not going to believe this. I have another book coming out from Llewellyn Worldwide. It will be out on December 8th and it's called Blast from the Past healing spontaneous past life memories. So earlier in the 2000s, I wrote a book series, which I have discussed on the Healing Arts Podcast, about a phenomenon I call supretrovi, spontaneous past life memories. This is when we're trying to mind our own business, and yet we're hit with this picture, thought, or feeling about something that happened to us in the past. This was happening to me all the time while I was traveling to other places. And what I found through my research is that I truly believe this happens to every single person alive. The book has some incredible endorsements from people like Coast to Coast's George Norrie and others. And it would mean the world to me if you will go out and pre-order my book so that you can have it before the holidays when it comes out on December 8th. So check out Blast from the Past, Healing Spontaneous Past Life Memories, now available in pre-order on Amazon.com. And thank you so much for your support. Namaste. Welcome back to Healing Arts. I'm your host, Dr. Shelley Kerr. You can visit me online at www.pastlifelady.com. So this week, I'll just challenge you to take a moment for you, which I always do. Um, I want you to think about you. I know that maybe that sounds weird, but you know, how are you going to help anyone else if you haven't thought about yourself at all? So I'm thinking about you. I want you to feel happy, peaceful, and at least bare minimum, if it's not going as good for you right now, which I certainly hope it is, but if it isn't, just feeling calm and just knowing that, you know what, this too shall pass. We're going to get through this. So just take a minute for yourself, maybe once a day, just to say, hey, how am I feeling right now? And I hope that you're feeling wonderful And I certainly hope that you have an amazing week and I will just look forward to connecting with you again on the next episode of Healing Arts. Namaste. You've been listening to Healing Arts with Dr. Shelley Care. Visit me online at pastlifelady.com or on YouTube at pastlifelady or connect with me on Facebook at Past Life Lady.